Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. We're at episode number 1746 today. Thank you so much for joining me for it. And this is our recap of day four of Star Wars Celebration. It's amazing to believe that we still have another day to go, as it turns out. But today, you know, we also had a lot of meaty stuff over the last couple of days. But today, I'm not going to say it's not so meaty. It's just, you know, like, you know, yesterday we had a Marvel Comics panel and another book panel and Rebels Remembered panel and the Galaxy's Edge panel and the Jedi Fallen Order panel, right? That's a lot of stuff to throw at you from a story development basis. Today, it was only really two, and that would be the Mandalorian panel and the Clone Wars Season 7 panel. So we'll take those in turn, and I will also verify for you something that could have happened but didn't happen. You know, we'll deal with that later. Anyway, let's talk about The Mandalorian. So we had John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and Kathleen Kennedy came out and did a brief introduction about that as well. Uh, and three actors from The Mandalorian as well. Pedro Pascal, who is playing The Mandalorian, but... Um, Beyond that, we don't know the character's name. Gina Carano, who is playing a character named Cara Dune, who we find out is a former rebel shock trooper who is having trouble integrating into the post-Civil War society, the post-Rebellion society, the New Republic society, if you will. And Carl Weathers was there also, and he is playing a character called Grief Karga. And he is essentially managing sort of, you know, potentially an unofficial bounty hunters guild. And the Mandalorian is just one of the bounty hunters in this association. And Carl Weathers' character, Grief, is assembling jobs for these different bounty hunters to go on. So that is sort of your initial background on these three characters. And naturally, it turns out there's, you know, the jobs are, you know, not that great and they're not that profitable, but something comes across Grief's desk and, you know, it could be some serious form of trouble. You know how it goes. And so the Mandalorian, of course, takes it and goes to find uh, some Imperials hiding out on this planet. And they seem to be led by Werner Herzog's character, whose name we don't have yet. Werner is sitting at a desk somewhere wearing a medal that looks very much like the kinds of medals that Luke Han and um, actually, you know, Chewie eventually, because he <laughs> received it in a different ceremony, that they got at the Battle of Yavin, except it has uh, the emblem of the Empire on the medallion that Werner Herzog is wearing. And he's there with a bunch of stormtroopers who definitely look the worst for wear. And some other person whose you know name flew by me because we weren't supposed to record anything in there, so it was just as much as you could record in your brain while you were doing it. Uh, and yes, the recordings are out there on YouTube unless Disney has started playing whack-a-mole with them, so you can go try to find them if you can. But anyway, Werner Herzog needs an asset recovered. This doctor person that he has with him needs an asset recovered, and they were going to agree to have that asset recovered alive. But Herzog says, well, you know, I got to be practical, and says that, you know, I'll pay a little bit less, or I'll pay, you know, less for proof of termination if it comes down to that. As of yet though, we don't know what the asset is that he has to find, the Mandalorian has to find. So I assume that's probably gonna be the major focus of season one of The Mandalorian, which will be 10 episodes long. And we've also seen other stormtroopers in this thing, including a, you know, a man dressed as a TIE fighter pilot as well. 
whole bunch of stormtroopers are getting killed, uh, flame troopers of a different sort, and IG-88 also in a brief scene where you could see him rotating around and shooting people like crazy and all very exciting, of course. And a scene, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that I'm not going to tell you all about everything that's in it. And, you know, this is just the top level stuff. Uh, but there is a deeper dive into it that I recorded right when I walked out of Wintrust Arena where they had the panel, you know, everything that I could get off the top of my head in the moment. And so it's also in the goo, as it were, you know, in atmosphere. So it's not the clean acoustics of the recording studio, as it were. So just, you know, heads up on that. But that's the, the general gist of what The Mandalorian is all about. And then, of course, we have the Clone Wars Season 7 panel, and Dave Filoni showed clips from each of the three story arcs that are involved in this, including a Bad Batch story arc, and I will also say at the top here that there is a Clone Wars deep dive episode as well, so you can hear a lot more of the details of what came out of that panel. Uh, nicely, neatly summarized for you. Um, but the Bad Batch is one, and it's an extension of the um, the storyline, the two episodes that opened up the uh, season three of the Clone Wars, so and involved uh, Clone Trooper 99, who was a genetic you know, mutation of the existing clone trooper program, but it wasn't necessarily a good mutation or a useful from a military perspective mutation, so he was just assigned janitorial service, and there's a whole story arc around that. Um, anyway, so the Bad Batch has to do with Commander Cody's idea of you know, creating useful genetic mutations and ones that are particularly adaptable for you know wartime efforts, and so that's one story arc. We also find out that there is going to be an Ahsoka going to the Underworld on Coruscant story arc, and presumably to level 1313. I mean, that actually was dropped as a number on the panel stage. So, you know, you got to assume that that's where it's going. But how far they will go with that, we don't necessarily know yet. The story arcs that were undone include... Ahsoka finding out that there is a Sith temple buried far beneath the Jedi temple and then having to go back to the Jedi Order to try to deal with that situation. But yeah, we only have a brief preview and we don't know how deep that's going to go. And then of course the Siege of Mandalore is going to be the final story arc, which is a story that Dave Filoni says that he's been thinking about for a very long time. Probably the, you know, the, the biggest one that you know, he's ever considered. And there was some great interplay on the panel where Sam Witwer, who does the voice of Darth Maul, said that he would always ask Dave Filoni, what's the deal with the Siege of Mandalore? And Filoni would never answer him, would never tell him. And so now that they finally got to do it, Sam Witwer said that he was just absolutely blown away and it was just bigger, better than ever, than he ever could have imagined. So yeah, hopefully you know, it lives up to the hype because man, there was a, you know, it's a significant amount of hype to be sure. And I guess if there's anybody who has shown a, you know, a propensity for pulling off these sorts of things and really living up to the hype, it's definitely Dave Filoni. So that pretty much wraps up the big headline stuff for The Mandalorian and for The Clone Wars Season 7. Alan Tudyk did a panel also on Day 4 of Star Wars Celebration. And that, of course... It relates to the Cassian Andor series, so I guess you could say that there was another possibility for news, but we'll address that in just a moment after the break. Stay tuned. 
Hey there. I'm talking about Star Wars every day, and I could be talking about you and your business as well, especially if it's something that deserves to be heard about by a group of passionate Star Wars fans. Check out SW7x7.com sponsors to learn why podcast advertising is one of the most compelling forms of advertising out there. Again, that's SW7x7.com sponsors, plural, with an S at the end. Welcome back. So, as I said before we broke there, Alan Tudyk had a panel where he talked about uh, the process of being K2SO, among other things, and I guess there was a brief discussion about the fact that he you know, was just announced as returning to the role of K2SO in the Cassian Andor series that's being created for Disney+, and he said that he's just very excited to be doing the role again, to have a chance to play the character again. but. That's all he had to say and that's all he really could say about it because they're not even in production yet. That isn't going to start until later this year. So, you know, maybe he's seen scripts for it. You know, it's possible, I guess. But, um, yeah, there's not very much that he knows at this point. So there's not really much for him to be able to say at a panel. And that is the scoop with this episode summing up day four of the big story-related news announcements from Star Wars Celebration Chicago. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.